Smiley, we need some intro music. Ooh. <laughs> I like it, I like it, I like it. Woman, get it. Okay, let's go down that road. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> There's a surprise at every turn. Woman, get it. Hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode of Woman Get In Podcast. I'm Miley. And I am Mandy. Mandy, how are you today? <laughs> uh, I have to be good when I'm talking to you. It's always a little cheerier when I get to chat with you. Oh, thanks. You're sweet. Otherwise, you know, the usual, it's like, baking and planning and rearranging and always moving something around in the schedule but yeah good it's going good yeah 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 summer summer is slightly quieter already don't you usually close for the summer for a month or two or oh yeah like back when I had a day job and a regular okay Never mind. I was going to say, I was like, wait a minute. That's funny. I was talking with a friend about this recently. She's one of the owners of one of the vegan restaurants here in town. And she had put something on social media, a meme that says it's the season where you're looking on social media and you're like, how did that person afford to go to Europe? And I just kind of laughed. I was like, yeah, right, exactly. And she said, how are they doing it? And I said, and you know, I know she also used to have a day job and run their restaurant, like part-time kind of thing on the side with the group of owners. We interviewed her, Liz. It was Liz I was chatting with. I said, right, isn't this wild? I said, you know, I think it's way easier to spend the money when you're also getting paid to be away from work. Unless, like, We don't have PTO anymore. So it's a lot more painful for us to like spend the money and like at the same time we're spending money, we're also not making any money because we can't be literally active in our food businesses when we're not on this, like in our kitchens. So she was like, yeah, you're probably onto something there. (laughs) So that's like, that's my next goal. I guess I need to figure out more passive income that's like happening right now versus like Ellie and I have finally, we interviewed Ellie, what, maybe 10 episodes ago? I was gonna I was just thinking I was like have you talked to Ellie about passive income well sort of I mean we've set up I've moved all of my uh retirement accounts into new accounts with her and so that's um the money is finally all transferred oh my gosh that that group that runs the university's stuff it was slightly painful to deal with but we got it done it took a couple weeks um moving things around and finally getting it all in one place so that it could be moved into new, uh, what are they called? Um, Qualified accounts. So there's no penalties to pay or anything like that. So, I mean, all my money for retirement is good. I know I won't be a poor person in retirement. So that's great. But yeah, now it's it's about making money, uh, a little more money right now so that I can take more time off and not feel so pained by that well keep us updated (laughs) we're considering like real estate investing at some point too like getting another condo and so you know so um, and there's lots of different ways for passive income so we will see how I mean the real estate market right now is kind of high so it's not not the time I'm looking to invest in anything but 
We'll see. We'll see. There's lots of things I can do. Well, I'll keep thinking and throwing ideas out at you. <laughs> what about you? What have you been up to? Have you, uh, I heard you, so I text you over the weekend and you said you were babysitting. Yeah, I was babysitting my friends. Kids sitting? Yeah, like her kids. My friend Clark and I were babysitting her her kids, Christine's kids. Oh, it uh, took two of you. Yeah, we supposedly, we team babysit now. <laughs> uh, long story. Sounds like uh, there's more context offline <laughs> than I need to hear. Yes. Uh, so that was that. And then Saturday, I worked in private practice. So I only do private practice once or twice a month. So not, not very much anymore, but still good. And, uh, and then I tried to catch up with stuff. Uh, the oral cancer walk, the Arizona oral cancer walk is coming up again in October. So we're going to start planning it. I'm mobilizing all of our volunteers. And so, yeah. So how, how is, how is kids sitting with two adults, two kids, right? Yeah. So it's like, it's easier. It's the one-on-one, right? Like I'm chasing one kid while he's chasing the other kid and then we swap. And then sometimes we come back together and the four of us play together. And then sometimes we split off. So, and then we make pizza together and he has a, he has a pizza oven in the backyard. So we made pizza. We made like four or five different pizzas and the fed the kids and he has a pool. So we were playing in the pool. Yeah. Oh wait. So did you go to Clark's house or were you at Christine's? Yeah, we babysat at his house. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, been, that's interesting. So they just dropped the kids off over there and then came back? Yeah. Well, I mean, they walked in, chatted for a little bit. They went off to dinner. Then they came back, chatted a little bit more. Then they left with the kids. I have so many questions. <laughs> Are any of them appropriate for the airwaves? <laughs> I mean, I think so. I mean, this is cute. This is like playing house. <laughs> yes. That is the same sentiment that many people have suggested when they hear that I'm babysitting with Clark. Oh my goodness. That's really funny. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't know if any of these people listen to the show. I kind of don't think they do. So it's probably all very innocent. (laughs) But uh, yeah, that, 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 I'm stuttering now because I'm just, I'm at a loss for words and I have so much I want to know. I will send you some pictures of our oh. adventures and you will probably be at another loss of words. <laughs> Are any of the pictures appropriate for our Instagram? Can we show listeners? I'd have to probably ask Christine if her kids, or we can just cover their kids' faces, I guess. But Put like a little flower over their face or something? We can work something out. <laughs> but yeah, and then- That's uh, cool. So wait, do the kids know how to swim if you were all in the pool? Yeah, they've all taken swim lessons. Okay. I mean, yeah, uh, one of them's eight or nine years old, and the other is uh, five, four or five years old. But he 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 wears a a little floater thingy. But they've been in swim lessons for over a year. Wow, that's awesome! I can't believe her kids are eight or nine already. That's oh yeah, they've been married for their. They just celebrated their ten year anniversary. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I they remember right after dental school, like graduated. Like we was yeah. she in your class? Mm-hmm. I was gonna say I remember when she was just a baby dentist I know I know yeah so wild you, so many so many people have grown up and become spouses and parents and here I am babysitting <laughs> their kids 
I was like, the look on your face is like, huh, what? how'd that happen? <laughs> I get to travel and I get to go to all my national parks and scuba dive and fly. And so take that, married people. That's right. I'm sure that the married people look at you and think, wow, your life is pretty exciting. Well, you know, I, I, I like to think I have a pretty cool life. You I'm do. a really cool person. And one day I'll find a cool person to be cool with. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, you're hilarious. I'm at peeve right now. Like, and I don't know, I, I mean, my time of month was last week. Maybe I'm still getting some over, over spill of my PMS from last week, but I'm getting more and more irritated at people who, whenever they find out I'm single, they're like, well, you're too busy to date or you're too busy for like to have someone in your life. And I'm like, I'm busy because I fill my life with things that I love to do. And I make time for people I care about. And I know that when I date someone, I do give them my attention and I, and I prioritize them. When I don't have someone in my life, I'm not going to be pouting around, sitting at home, doing nothing. I'm going to go out and live my life. So yeah, I'm busy living my life. I'm busy filling my life with joy. And when that person comes along, they can join me. But I get really, really upset when people tell me I'm too busy and that's why I'm single. I understand this sentiment. Um, yeah, we have a number of episodes where we pop off about this, both of us. But I, uh, yeah, I, I understand that whole, you're too busy, you're so busy, blah, blah, blah. And it's frustrating. I mean, you're doing the things like we both do the things when we have our time. It's like we are doing the things that will make us that fulfill us as individuals. And I love that you said you'll someone will come along who adds to that experience, basically, like who is excited to join in, can also offer new things. You do your things together. You do their things together. You do new things together. You, there's a value add. There's some there's give and take and a little bit of everything there. And it's not like, I don't know many people who just sit around waiting for someone. I mean, maybe you're not proactively like chasing down dudes to date, but that, that, I don't know, online dating isn't exactly the best way to find people to date. And if you're out there doing all the things you'd love to do, it's a good chance you're going to run into someone doing the things who also someone also doing the things that you love that will maybe want to do them with you in the future you just have to write down their numbers correctly when you get them <laughs> I remember that story thank you you know yeah. I am going to Minneapolis next week and he does live in Minneapolis and I still do have his number I should call him up and say hey we met two and a half three years ago we met in one of the parks remember yeah. me I wrote your number down wrong <laughs> Then I stopped you and I got the right one. Hey. <laughs> I persevered. I persevered and found the right one. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. That's I, really funny. I, I, I've gone, I mean, I've gone on several days the last five months with several people. And I think I just, when I date someone and it's, it's just, it seems so forced. I just want it to just happen naturally. And Maybe I'm asking for too much, but I, I, but that's just what I need. Like I, I, every time I try to go on a dating app and I'm just getting to, like, I just feel so forced right now. Yeah. We still need to, I know we keep talking about this, but we still need to do like funny or wild shit we've seen on the dating apps episode. I've been screenshotting. 
<laughs> Yay. It feels like um, I sorted some of my photos in my phone recently. I don't remember if I told you this, but I was sorting through a ton of the photos and screenshots in my phone and moving things into folders so I can find them easier. And I found a lot of old screenshots that were really funny. Yeah, let's do that. It's definitely an episode this summer with some wine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wine. I love wine. We did do a wine tasting recently, met up with some of the vegan winos and here in Scottsdale. How was, how was uh, that one event with the book club? And did you, oh, that, when you said good. the wine club, it made me think of that. Uh, so one of the, one of the ladies, Dawn, is both in the wine and the book club, but um, book club was good. Did I not? I guess that was probably the day after we talked last or something. I, uh, I didn't read the book, so I didn't have anything to contribute to the Stephen King. It was Stephen King's first book, which is under some other pen name. He wrote it at like 19 and apparently people are wild. Like the book is really, really good. It's very Squid Games adjacent. Oh, okay. So if you're into that sort of thing, you might enjoy the book. I don't know the name of the book. I'm sorry. If you Google Stephen King's first book and it's under a different name, hopefully that comes up for you. But um. They, a lot of people, it was kind of 50-50 at the table. It was interesting that after hearing them talk about the book, I think I made the right decision not to read the book because it's a little, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not only dark, but it's also a little, I don't know if it's gruesome or there's a little bit of gore, I think, in the book. And, you know, that's just not my genre. I prefer to be like uplifted and made to laugh or even even if I'm crying reading a book that's fine I would just rather not be scared reading a book watching a movie watching a tv show I don't want to be scared I don't want to be startled I don't want any of that so uh but the dinner was fun we went to a vegan spot here in town called unique burger I got to try their new chicken sandwich and I also tried the chicken nuggets and I ate it all and it was amazing and I have no regrets (laughs) As you should. Good. I'm glad. That I know. Is- I thought I, I thought I would have food to take home with me, but the book club lasted so long. I just like eventually started snacking again. And I was like, oh, I ate all my food. Okay. That's great. But it was good. It was fun. Okay. And wine was fun. Got to chat with some of the, uh, again, Dawn, who I hadn't seen in a really long time. And I got to see her twice in two weeks, which was fun. And she's bouncing back and forth again to LA a lot. So I don't know. I, I don't think I don't think I made any headway with trying to get her to come on and talk about wine with us, but Bummer. you know, whatever. Someday, maybe. She's selling a condo and doing all sorts of things right now. Her kids are done with school and or one's done with school in LA. So um, but that was fun. Oh, I got to go to Tucson to get your I, passport. No, I went on the weekend to get pastries. <laughs> I'm doing the passport by mail. <laughs> I don't have a reason to go. I could try to go and just settle up and do it in person. I might look into doing that. I was just going to mail it and wait the time for it since I don't have anything planned specifically. But I don't know. It's a summer and it's quiet. I guess I could just take a time and go down to Tucson and do it. Um, no, I went for pastries because there's a vegan pastry shop down there. And I've been wanting to go for oh my gosh, like a month and trying to find, and she's only open on the weekend. So the issue is she's open Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So it's 
all about me trying to find one of those days that I don't have anything going because she opens at 10, which means I need to leave my house at 8 a.m. and get there early so that I can, you know, be towards the front of the line before things sell out. So as it was this time, I got there 1030 and the one thing I wanted on the men, the one thing I wanted the most, I shouldn't say the one thing I wanted, I should say the thing I was most excited for was so, I, <laughs> he took my order, her boyfriend, I think they're, I think they're partners, her partner took, is taking orders at the bakery and took my order and everybody waits outside, like they take your order, they put your box together and then they call you and it takes a couple minutes. They call me in and he's like, I'm so sorry. I oversold the raspberry cheese Danish. Oh no. Yeah. And he says, is there something else I can get you instead? And I was like, inside just crying. I was like, no, that's the one. Take it from someone else's box and put it in my. <laughs> uh, so I ended up picking something else. I, I don't even remember what I got. I think I switched over to... What did I get? Oh, I think I switched over to a chocolate Danish, a pan au chocolat. So, which was good, but it was not as good, I'm sure, as the raspberry thing, but it's fine. I had a in and I don't even know what else I got, but it was good. Saw U of A. I gave it a wave for you. Thank you. <laughs> I thought of you. I was like, oh, there's where Miley went. I should have taken a photo and sent it to you. Oh, that's you thinking about me makes me so happy of course you can't go to I can't go to Tucson and not think of you yay (laughs) I don't know that I don't know really many people who went to U of A uh yeah I guess I guess not there's a lot of people here in Phoenix that went to U of A though there are just I most of my people I know is ASU (laughs) hmm you need to expand your circle (laughs) I'm on it. I'm on it. Well, I'm glad you had a good time in Tucson. Yeah. Did you do anything else this weekend besides babysit? No. Well, well, I mean, I had a couple of meetings here or there. Just work. Yeah. Oh, I went to Rooster Cogburn with the residents. The residents are leaving in two weeks. They want to do one last hurrah together and they one of them suggested Grand Canyon but that would have been a four-hour drive one way so we decided to just drive halfway to Tucson and go to Rooster Cogburn which is like a place like it's kind of like a zoo so we fed animals we fed like stingray and donkeys and ostriches ostriches ferocious wait you drove halfway to Tucson or halfway to Flag halfway to Tucson oh okay I don't know Rooster Cogburn I don't know what this is Oh, Rooster Cogburn is like this ostrich farm uh, right by Picacho Peak. Oh, I saw the rooster. I know the ostrich farm. I just did not know that's what it was called. It's called Rooster Cogburn. Weird, huh? There's um, ostriches and deer and goats and sheep and turtles and birds and I don't know, lots of the different animals, even stingray. And so we went there and we fed all the different animals, ducks, uh, rabbits, and uh yeah it was like cool but not cool because it was really hot and then these animals you know they're they're kind of locked up you know so I was just like what did we get ourselves into um but it was cool to kind of see animals but yeah it was kind of sad and then I was just like "Mm, I think yeah I won't be repeating 
Yeah, I was going to say, I'd probably just be mostly sad that it's hot and they're in these little pens and cages and tiny ponds in the middle of nowhere. Exactly, in the middle of nowhere. So I was just like, oh, okay, well, it's a good thing I know about this, but not like, you know, but, but yeah, so that's that's that. You um, had the resident dinner. They're, they're about to leave. The goodbye dinner was the other night. Yeah, the, the goodbye dinner was the other night. Uh, but these were like three or four residents that I'm closest to. Okay. Because I'm not close to all of them. <laughs> There's always a few. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did um at the dinner, I know we don't have a Dr. Matlock anymore. Did did anybody step in and roast the residents? Oh, no. When Dr. Matlock left, Dr. Khan put his firm foot down and said, no one will ever do a roast again. And he refuses to let anyone do roasts. Uh, but he's also, you know, this is also his last one too, because he's retiring at the end of the month, or he's not retiring at the end of the month, he's leaving, he's going to the VA. So, yeah. um, but I mean, I put together a little collage of pictures for him, people signed the frame, and then Dr. Perry said some words, and that was it. That yeah. works. Everybody have a good time? No shenanigans? No shenanigans. People kind of just ate, the food was not that great, and then they left. No oh. one's to dance or anything, which is fine, because I wanted to leave, and I didn't want to stick around. Where was this? Uh, same place, the uh, the Hilton in Mesa. Oh, I forgot that's where you moved it last year. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think almost every year I did it, it was in Scottsdale. Oh, right. Yeah, you're right. It was. But no, we moved back to Mesa Hilton last year. And then, and also because the dental school moved all of their events back to Hilton Mesa after COVID uh, or after the last, you know, since the last few years yeah. <laughs> we do our graduation like brunch there and yeah ceremony stuff and all that white coat stuff there too so yeah that's cool that's cool hmm. well bummer bummer there's no crazy stories to hear about but okay okay i'm i'm over it i'm what's next miley's like i have enough crazy i'm good i'm good i'm good yeah anything else new in your world any other plans coming up coming up um san diego is coming up soon yay real soon like in a week and a half so i don't know i'll have stories about that after it uh that's about it i'm thinking about i've been thinking about going home to visit detroit for a little bit because it's my dad's birthday so oh. we'll see if i get there i'm trying to see if i can find a decent deal on a flight i just don't I don't know. I'm a little nervous again, taking time off multiple weeks in a row to, uh, makes sense. but I, I'm staying with friends and family both times. So it's not expensive. It's not like a pricey trip. It's yeah, it's, uh, just getting there and hang. It's just not being able to work basically. Right, right. I can always find things to do remotely to help the business. So yeah, that's true too. There's lots of things that you, yeah, that you can do remotely that maybe you wouldn't be able to do since you're busy baking and working when you're here. Yes. Time, time, time. Where does it all go? <laughs> Got it. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm always behind on something. Story of my life. Yeah. <laughs> we both need personal assistance. <laughs> Please. I think I'm really going to look into that in the next <laughs> six months. You should. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways. Oh. Uh, what are we talking about on today's episode? We are talking advice for our younger selves. 
So I think I, most of this was us just kind of going over, I think what we've learned, things, lessons we learned maybe the hard way that we wouldn't do again if we didn't have to. Yeah, that's true. Or, I like how you worded it. Things like, that- Yeah, like, um, I don't know. I still, there's still probably a bunch of lessons I would have ended up learning the hard way because, you know, we're human and that's what we like to do. But uh, yeah, just a lot of really simple things that you could, that maybe will land with someone listening that they go, oh yeah, I am fighting that. I don't need to do that. I really like this episode because of you, you, you divided up into different sections and you gave really great uh, usable advice that seems very logical, but in the moment while we're growing up or you know, us 10 years ago, us 15 years ago, it didn't occur to us. So I thought it was really, really valuable. And I really enjoyed it because, and, and I really liked it too, as an exercise just for being a little bit more aware now too, because some of the things that you shared uh, and we discussed, uh, sometimes we know it, but we forget. So it was a good reminder for a lot of different lessons as well. It's also nice to look back and notice the things you've learned. Yes. To see how far you've come kind of thing. It's like, oh yeah, I did that. I don't do that anymore. Or, oh, I remember learning that lesson. Um, Yeah, it's just kind of fun to look back and see all the things you, see how far you've gone, how far you've come, where you've been, where you are now. Some perspective is always nice. Miley has a very wistful look about her. Yeah. For the listener who can't see. (laughs) It was really nice just to chit chat about things like this. Cause I'm a big fan of self-reflection and self-awareness. I think both of us are. And so it's nice to kind of share things like, cause we feel like for me, I feel like it's wisdom, little, these little nuggets that hopefully we're sharing. And if you've, if you know it already, hopefully it's a reminder. And if you don't know it, then hopefully you take it and take it to heart. Absolutely. Let's get into it. Today we are talking about we're talking kind to of, oh, oh I guess I was gonna say about the advice or some advice that we'd mm-hmm. give to our younger self but we can yeah. talk to our younger self yeah. too as well we're talking uh, to your younger self and your yes. today self talking with our younger self um I don't talk to her much no no do you to my younger self mm-hmm. uh I talk to her a lot during times of struggle mm. because I think I notice. I notice myself or my tendencies, some of my traumas mm-hmm. come out when I actually am facing obstacles or challenges. And then I kind of just think back to, okay, why am I feeling this way? Or, and then I think back, oh, I may have developed this feeling because of this back in my childhood and I need to kind of tell her it's okay. I do that. I talk to my today self and I'll say, you're not this helpless child anymore. Ah, no, you I can make yeah. decisions. You can trust mm. yourself because... I think most of my stuff is just about not trusting myself and I talk myself out of my instinct a lot. So I say, you can trust your instinct. You're, you're probably right. I will talk to my current self and tell myself I am not that helpless child anymore. But oh. I, uh, I haven't, I mean, there's a lot about reparenting our, our child selves, right? And like, I have done that in the past. I haven't done it in a long time where I've done, <laughs> I've reparented my young adult self a few times where I've been like, girl, that was not the right decision to make. You lucky you alive. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, maybe now that you say that, I, I guess I just talk to all of myself at all the <laughs> all, at all the times. Yeah, I don't really talk to the little, the younger me anymore. Uh, yeah. But if I could, like, these are things that mm, I would go back yeah. and say to me. So if I was leaving or I was married at 21. So if someone had said a lot of these things to me back then, maybe I wouldn't have been married. Maybe I would have left that marriage sooner than I did. Maybe I would have done a lot of things differently. Who knows? But I think most of this is stuff you figure out as you go. And I think also if we didn't go through what we went through, we wouldn't have this advice or this wisdom either. So part of me is like, I think oftentimes I tell my younger self, like everything turns out the way it should. Everything is going to be okay. I do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, it's good. Just pay attention. Mm -hmm. Trust yourself. Yeah. That's, that's most of my thing. My thing is about trusting myself. No, no, that's a big thing. Trusting myself is huge too. Yeah. And then sometimes I wonder, like, I wonder what my future self would say to me today, mm. oftentimes as well. Yeah, I've done that. Mm-hmm. I like that one yeah. a lot. Yeah. Like, I wonder, what would 45-year-old Miley tell? Well, there's also the part of me that's like, if if even 10 years ago or 15 years ago me or 20 years ago me yeah. knew what I was doing now, what would they have to say? Would mm. they be blown out of the water yeah. so excited? Yeah. Probably. <laughs> so there's that too. Yeah. Yeah. There's sure. the younger me going, girl, you have made it so mm-hmm. much further than we ever thought we'd have the courage to go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I think this it. is just stuff that I don't, you don't have to learn everything the hard way. No. I, no. I do personally. <laughs> I purposely. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I try not to. Like, I, I can't learn unless it's hard. <laughs> I swear. I part we talked a little bit about personality types and we're going to have an episode soon about uh what's it called personality types and tendencies tendencies thank you for the word miley about personalities and kind of the way we go and i know part of mine is the rebel so i very much dismiss not dismiss but i push against outside expectations a lot and what people expect of me think of me say i can do say i can't do i tend to be very like I'm going to do what I want. Watch me. <laughs> I've I've never been the rebel. I've been more of a rebel in the last few years than I have ever been before. And yes. so I'm I'm really excited for that episode. That's going to be a fun one. But I so part of me that the, that side of my personality does tend to want to learn her lessons the hard way. <laughs> like listen, just cuz you say so doesn't mean yeah. it's a thing. Well, and and that's part of like, you know, we had a whole episode about stubbornness one time and part of me part is of saying you like thinks that's stubborn. Right. Like for me, I'm like Uh, that's being a little hard-headed because I'm so like I need to believe in myself I know that I can do things and so I'm going to be stubborn about what I think about myself and my capabilities so I get stubborn about when people say or when there are expectations that I can't do something then Mm -hmm. I'm you know just again lack of a better word in my vocabulary is like I will be stubborn and that's a good reason to be stubborn kind of thing yeah oh uh, I had an episode recently where I definitely got stubborn about something and I was like no this what you want <laughs> fine exactly there you go yeah fucking have it <laughs> fuck you you know that kind of attitude oh like, i see okay yeah is this what you're asking for is this what you want all right here you go and like i'll just turn into a total brat that way if you're going to be a brat to me i am going to be a brat right back and i'll fucking bring it like oh i can be such a brat but this is advice for our younger selves this is things that Maybe would have made us, maybe would have helped us not learn so many lessons the hard way. I can't say I for sure would have listened, but maybe you guys will. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So uh, once you get get us started, Mandy, what are some things? I broke it down into sections Mm -hmm. and we can kind of expand on these as we want to. But I started with some general life 
yeah. advice stuff. So I listed things like, this is one of my favorite lines from Gary Vee, a business person I know. He says, don't look back. You're not going that way. And to me, that's like, you fucked up or you made a mistake. You made a choice. This is the way it turned out. Don't dwell on it. Yes. So I, when you say that phrase from Gary Vee, I hope that the message is like, don't dwell on it, but yeah. learn from it. Right. So look, if you're going to look back that way, don't look back that way without learning from it. Yes. Is, Take your is, lesson yeah. on the and chin. And then move on. Yeah. Yes. Like, then make make the, the future better because of that lesson. Right. Right. Take, and, what, take what you have learned from yeah. this event, from the past, and move forward. Don't keep looking back at it. Yeah. And I think that's why like when I, I, I often think of failures, right? Yeah. It's really important for me to keep my failures in in my mind as a way to remind me of how how hard things have may have been or can be but how I've overcome them and what lessons I've learned so that I can apply them moving forward but not looking at the failures as a way of defining me or a fa- like the failures as though uh, I like and, and dwell on those failures mm-hmm. so it's all about mindset don't look back that way if you're dwelling look right. back that way and learn from that and then keep moving forward but I do like that that statement I do too it's one of my favorites it's always stuck with me mm-hmm. I have things like stand up for yourself say no when it doesn't feel right and basically that's trusting your instinct oh yeah that's a huge I mean for me that's huge yeah uh, like as a child I wasn't able to trust my instinct because I felt one way but adults around me behaved in a different way so I learned to push my instinct aside in order to not make waves yeah and and, all, and for me I think uh when I was younger I always had to get approval from the people like the adults around me Mm -hmm. and so it kind of conditioned me to not trust my instinct to not trust that I can make decisions and so as an adult I'm having to relearn how to listen to my body how to trust that instinct like to know that I do have an instinct and that I can and should listen to my instinct Uh, but when you're a child and you have to, you know, you, you can't do certain things without approval of those adults around you. You can get conditioned to not trust yourself. I think that's where my lack of trust in myself is rooted. Yeah. And standing up for myself in general. Yeah. It was oh, like, man, there was advocating there was, for yourself. No one can advocate for you better than you. hundred percent. I have notes here about developing your personality. Like this is for young people, sort of college age, I yeah. think is what I was thinking when I wrote this down. It's like, try lots of things. Don't just trust yeah. that you're, and I think Miley's going through this phase right now. <laughs> yeah, right. I was going to say, I was like, uh, I got that lesson a little too late in life. I wish <laughs> I no, knew that when I was in my twenties. <laughs> it's not too late. It's not too late. Don't say that. But try lots of things. Yes. Find out what you like. Find out yeah. what you enjoy. Discover what yeah. really lights you up. Because I think when we're, you're coming out of high school and you're pushed to go into college or you're pushed to do this and you're like just guided in a direction by the external forces and it's hard to see outside of that for a lot of people and you end up doing what you think you should do Mm -hmm. and are supposed Mm -hmm. to do and would make other people happy thereby it would make you happy yeah instead of being more exploring and discovering and open to different things don't be too quick to say no to things and Mm -hmm. and don't be too quick to assume you're not going to like something Mm -hmm. if you haven't tried it how do you know if you like it I mean I have a friend who's trying to pick her college major right now and when we start talking about her college major she will start to cry because (laughs) it's so much pressure and and I think that's one of the things that I would like you know I, I would love to tell my younger self is like try not to think that every decision you make 
is a life or death. Like you are stuck with that. Oh, And yes. that it's going to affect the rest of your life. I remember when I was in college, I put so much pressure on the major that I picked because if I pick the wrong major, I have ruined my life. That kind of pressure really, and I kept you having to remind that. Yeah, I was like, you can, you can have, you can change any decision you may like, yeah. you know. And so I, I try to explain to my friend, like a major is really just a stepping stone. Mm-hmm. It helps you with the path to finish college. Yeah. If you decide to do something in that field, great. If you decide not to, you can totally pivot. Yeah. Change like, your major and maybe you have to go to school a little longer, yeah, but whatever. And that's okay too. Yeah. That is not the end of the world. Like no. not every decision is the end of the world if it's wrong. Like yeah. if or not even wrong. Like if you make it, then it was the right decision for you at that time. Yes. If you find later on it doesn't fit you anymore, then you can pivot. It's okay. Yeah. Like it's like like it, it's not a life or death. Agreed. I I have noted here, breathe, relax. <laughs> There's literally zero point in worrying about things that haven't happened. Yeah. If you spend all of your time worrying about things that might happen, you're probably going to manifest some ugly shit. Like you're, you're living in misery. There is no point in dwelling on things that haven't happened. Yeah. It I mean, hasn't happened. A funny thing that, uh, that I, I, it's only because it's been recent, mm-hmm. but Whenever I'm preparing to sing the national anthem, I'm always worried that I'm going to forget the words. And then part of me is like, it hasn't happened. So, and it, it you know, so I, I shouldn't worry about it. I should just focus on having a good time and rehearsing and practicing and being prepared. Yeah. But don't spend my time worrying about me forgetting the words. If I forget the words, then what? Then I just keep going on. The show goes on. And so, yeah. I, uh, but you're right. Like, uh, there's zero point in, in worrying about things that has not happened. Right. If we, you know, you can be upset about things that might have happened later, <laughs> yeah. but worrying about yeah. things that have not happened, I can't get my head around that. I have a note here that says, take the trip. So too many people wait for mm-hmm. a reason to do things, to buy the house. This is a little bit from our FOMO episode too. Yeah. Like take the trip, buy the house, do the thing. Like yeah. you don't need to wait to have a partner or someone in your life mm-hmm. to do the things you want to do. If you have the time and the money, go do it. Yeah. Because tomorrow's not promised. No, it is not. So, yeah. Do I it. love that. Thanks. Do it. Be present in the moment. Tune in. Enjoy the process. We talked a lot about this yeah. recently. It's one of my favorite things. I often talk about the fish philosophy, which I've mentioned a couple times before yeah. in previous episodes. But one of the principles in the fish philosophy is is being there, like being present. And it's talk, it talks about being in the moment. Tomorrow's not promised. And you have, you, if you don't pay attention and, and if you're not in the moment, you miss so many little things with the people around you, the interactions that you have an opportunity to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you do miss out a lot when you're not present in the moment. I think that's why, like, uh, I, I recently said in one of our uh, intros is, like, it's so nice to just be here in Arizona <laughs> with, uh, you know, my family and at work and just being face-to-face with my, uh, you know, with my coworkers yeah. at work. It's just nice to be present with people. Because sometimes when you're traveling so much, I I always feel so disconnected. Sure. So yeah, being present is really important. I like that. Don't judge anyone, especially yourself. Mm, don't big time. Don't should on yourself. Mm, I love that you say that. When when I thank you. When I get a little uh, when I start to feel like someone is judging me, mm-hmm. I've done this to a few people over the years. And when I start to feel like people are putting judgment or some sort of shame or something similar feeling on me, I have said. I have enough of that. Yeah. I don't need it from you. No. I've got enough. 
And I appreciate that you say that because that's an example of also standing up for yourself, right? Um, Don't let others make you feel bad for something that they shouldn't make you feel bad for. Like you already are probably, yeah. I'm not broken. Trust. I have enough. Yeah. I have enough, uh, whatchamacall, uh, you know, we all have thoughts that aren't super helpful, but like I've got enough of that in my own head Mm -hmm. that I tell to shut up every day or every other day, whatever it is. There's something, there's always doubts. I have enough of that going on myself. I don't need it externally. And I encourage anyone listening to tell the same thing to other people. I love that. Um, On that note, forgive yourself. Yeah, I was actually thinking. We did a whole forgiveness episode. I was thinking if I had one thing to share with myself from a year ago, when we were talking about this episode, I was thinking like, what would I tell my myself a year from now or, you know, two years ago or five years ago or whatnot? And the, the one that was kind of at the top of my head when it comes to just uh, telling who, you know, Miley from May of 2022 was to forgive myself for a lot of things. And this past year has been a year of a lot of forgiveness, just not of just of myself, but of other people, too. I like to say... I did the best I could Mm. with the information I had at the time. Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. thought I was doing, you know, maybe not every decision did I always feel 100% in. And there's times where you have to turn off, you know, you turn off certain things in order to kind of really feel it out to see if it's working or not. And you make mistakes. You learn your lesson. Don't look back. Take what you can and move forward like Learning, learning your lessons and making the mistakes will take you further than yes. if you had never made an attempt. Yes. So like, go for it. And then if you mess up, just forgive yourself. Yeah. And the thing is, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing to forgive yourself. Oh, it's yeah. sometimes it, it's a hard thing too, oh, because I had to forgive myself for romantic yeah. relationships. <laughs> oh, that's a big ball. Well, that was one of the biggest. Yeah, mm, yeah, for sure. Like you just said, yeah, yeah, yeah I've done that. Um, but it, it can be hard. It's not a switch that you turn on and off. But right. the more you practice forgiving yourself, the more you practice giving yourself grace, mm-hmm. the easier it can be. Yeah. Because then you realize like you're human. It's totally it's a muscle. Okay to, yeah, yeah. It's okay to mess up. You're human. You're supposed to mess up and then learn from them. <laughs> exactly. That's what we're here for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I have a career section on our list mm. today. So I put things, I started off with take the job. Even if you aren't sure, and we're, I'm, we're kind of speaking to women here because yes. we are women. So <laughs> take the job, even if you aren't sure if you can cut it, if they're offering you this job, probably you should also ask for a little more money because they're probably yeah. lowballing you. Yeah. But take the job. Even if you meet 75% of the requirements, you know, take the, apply for the job and take the job if they offer it to you. You will learn it as you go. If you, if there's anything you're missing, like no, no one is hiring you and expects you to be a hundred percent off the bat. If you are that person, if you're meeting every expectation immediately, you have applied for a job that is beneath you. Yeah. You aren't learning anything. You aren't growing in any way. You aren't adding to your resume, adding value to yourself in any way. Take the job that you can hit 60% of men do all the time. They bullshit their way into jobs. They have not earned. I can't tell you every man I know has done this. I love the way you phrased and like framed the whole, like if you've taken a job that you hit every single thing for, it's beneath you. Like you have no room 
to grow because you are exactly where you need to be. But that doesn't make you better. That doesn't challenge you. That doesn't help you get to the next level. Um, and so one of my friends, she says, like, if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. Yes, I love that. And day. and I'm a big fan of that phrase. And it stayed with me a lot, you know, a long time. And, and I think this might uh, also kind of take us like foreshadow into one of our future episodes on imposter syndrome, because oh. I think for a lot of people who have imposter syndrome when it comes to work, they may not take that job because they don't think they're worthy of it. Mm-hmm. They don't think they're qualified. But the thing is, it's not about, it's not always about like being 100% qualified. It's about the work ethic, the right. commitment you put into it, and where you're going to go once you have that job. Is it an organization you believe yeah. in? and you you've interviewed and you know you can fit in Mm -hmm, and they mm -hmm. offer it to you then you need to take it like your dedication and your willingness to try and even if you fail will earn you the respect of the people where you want to be yeah so go and do that and when you've made a name for yourself share your story let people know how you did this what you did how qualified or unqualified you were how you got there and remember to reach behind you and pull the next gal up the ladder for sure I think that's one of my favorite things about doing this podcast is yeah. like we have a lot of growing to do, but we also know that we've grown as well. And we want to share our story because we want to uplift the, ne- the, the the gal behind us. And mm-hmm. we have people that are ahead of us that are lifting us up. Yeah. And we're not perfect. No. We don't mind telling you. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, we don't want to be perfect. No. Because if we were perfect, there would be no room to grow. Once a month, we forget to plug in the microphones. So, uh, you know, shit that's happens. Very, that's very kind of you. I almost think it's a lot more frequent than that. But... <laughs> and now... I it's also just... <laughs> said we as if it was partially yeah. me. <laughs> I, I was. That was my next thing. I was like, I love that you're sharing in, in that with me. <laughs> you... <laughs> I love it so much. Do you have anything else to add career wise? This is all I could think of with career was like, go for it. Yeah, I think career is great. And uh, I think for me with career is it's not your world. Oh, I was was like, (laughs) it should not be your whole world. Oh, that's a good one from you too. For me specifically. That's that's great. I like that a lot. Like don't make your job your everything. Like don't make it define you. Your job is your job. Your career is your career. It is not you as a person it does not add yeah. add or detract from your value now i will say that there it doesn't mean you work less or you are lazy about it because when you commit to a job or career there may be a time initially where you have to hustle oh, right yeah. like that like i know that the first 10 years of my career as a dentist like i hustled and hustled and hustled but it got me to where i am today where i have a lot more freedom and independence in the lifestyle that i want to live Mm -hmm. and so don't expect to have this beautiful life without working hard for it yes but it doesn't mean that career should be 100 percent your whole world your whole life maybe there's a time period especially in the beginning when you're starting something new that it might have to be, but that proportion should be different. It For me, maybe it was 100% when I first started, but now it's not 100%. Uh, and so try to be mindful of the proportion that you have in, in your world. It doesn't mean that, you know, this whole work-life balance thing, it's different percentages at different times of your life. And for and every different, person, yes. it's different. Exactly. Like the amount that you enjoy yeah. your work will vary from the next yeah. person. Exactly. And the thing is like, if you pick a career that you love, mm-hmm. That will give your life meaning and purpose and you, the, your, the work ethic that you put into it doesn't end up 
being a you know a, a an unhealthy level of stress because and even yeah. if you picked a career you don't love take the lessons you can mm-hmm. from where you are right now yeah. and apply them into the next spot because yeah. I did that mm-hmm. like everything I learned in that day job for all those years was is very applicable to managing teams running running a business like bookkeeping and banking and yeah. budgeting and purchase orders and Ooh, all the shit I hated <laughs> like but, but now but you, the organizational yeah. skills mm-hmm. the people skills the soft skills like how to be an operational person like I I was like oh this is what I really like and it was only by doing jobs that scared me and saying like I I think I deserve to be in that role yeah and having them tell me no I was like, all right, then give it to somebody else. See if somebody else can do it yeah. better. See what I see if I care. Um, but like, the only way it works is by asking for it. Yeah, and taking it. Mm-hmm. It's a no, hundred percent of the time if you don't ask. You're so right. Uh, the other thing I wanted to say about career is uh, you can learn from every single situation. I yeah. remember I was at a dental clinic, and there were so many things that were not appropriate or ethical in that office but I learned all the things not to do okay yeah see there you go exactly so even if you don't learn what to do you can learn what not to do but when you're learning what not to do you're you're indirectly learning the, the yeah adverse, the other <laughs> exactly. side of that so yeah that's that makes sense you're mm-hmm. like oh I really fucking hate this <laughs> I'm gonna do yeah. this yeah mm-hmm so uh, there is, I, I truly believe there's an opportunity to learn from every job that you have. Agreed. So with education, I noted finish high school. I know it's mundane. Yeah. But it's just, it's one of those things. At a minimum. Yeah. High school or get your GED. Yes. Uh, high school or GED. Shit happens. Sometimes people have to get the GED, whatever. No judgment here, but like get that done. College isn't for everyone, but I think everyone should give it a whirl. Yeah. I like, like that. I like that. I think you should give it try a try. It. You Couple never know. Yeah. See what happens. Like the experience of it is was really fun for me, even though I went twice and dropped out twice. <laughs> like the experience of it was great. There just there wasn't a lot there for me at the time. It's never interested me to go back because I still know there's not a lot there for me. But I have continued to certify and get education in other spaces and other ways that's not specific to college or university. So try it on see if it fits maybe you'll love it maybe you think you'll hate it because it's so wildly different from high school it is wildly different from high school but it's also wildly different from institution to institution yeah. so one college might be different than another college than yeah. another university like community college so, versus mm-hmm. university yeah. versus yeah private just, schools yeah. and not and right it's it's all going to be very different and just just try it on see what happens and you know on the education note i will say it is a really exciting characteristic or character trait or characteristic of people who never want to stop learning. Yeah. Be a lifelong learner. Yeah. I love, I mean, I identify with that mm-hmm. a lot because it goes back to, I mean, Mandy, you and I are both on the same train with like being curious about oh, yeah. things and growing. Like the only way you grow is by educating yourself and by yep. seeking knowledge that you don't know, seeking inspiration and enlightenment and asking questions. Ask questions. And if you're not book, doing that, then people. you're not learning. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I love learning. I'm thinking of doing a French wine scholar program, by the way. Ooh. I know. I'm, I'm excited stop. for you. Good for you. Don't stop. Uh, in the love department, I have some things I would say to my younger self, and I would say, you don't have to be perfect to be loved. 100%. I still have to tell myself that all the time. 
Thanks. Um, I would also say do not get married until or prior to turning 30. I would totally agree with that too. And I don't, I don't speak from experience, but <laughs> I, I look back to my 20 year old to 30 year old self. And I changed so much during that time that if I were married during that time, I, I don't like the likelihood yeah, of you yeah. and your partner growing mm-hmm, in the same mm-hmm. direction. Yeah. Is so small. Mm-hmm. There are people who did this, but it's, Today's world is just different. So don't be in a rush to get married. Yeah. Marriage doesn't fix your life. Doesn't no. make you a more valuable person. Doesn't make you more valuable to society, regardless of the messaging that you're being pushed. Yeah. Just be cool. Just chill. Wait. Yeah. Ride it out. Don't do it unless it feels absolutely fucking right. Yeah. I mean, if you, if this truly is your person, yeah, they will still be your person when you're 31. Yeah. Just make that, have that a rule. Be like, you know what? I'm not getting married before I turn 30. Like, I am not saying no to you. I'm saying not right now. And and you're not saying no to a relationship with a person either. Just marriage is such a, such a, I don't even know what the word is, but you (sighs) know, it does, it does change things and it can limit you if you're during your years of growth. I mean, it doesn't need to change you, but I think a lot of people have expectations that things will be different. And I don't think it's, I don't think you're just, I don't think you have enough life experience to really understand how to go into something that's quote forever. And like, no one wants to move into a marriage and go, ah, this is a person I'll be married to for now. Like, that's not fun. The the split up is messy. I mean, we've all had breakups with a marriage. It's legal. You have to get the courts involved. Like, don't do it. Um, I have a note here not to change or hide yourself for or from a romantic partner. Oh, this is, oh my goodness, it's <laughs> and you huge. And can, you can, that doesn't mean to say, you can be interested in their interests. Mm-hmm. You can try new things. You can try the things they do, but be sure that you can bring new things to each other. Be sure that they're interested in your things that they don't know like it should be an equal exchange of like that experience and new things and I wrote I also wrote this one of my favorite quotes that I don't even remember where I got it but when I was single this most recent time I was reading all sorts of books and blogs and going back through this relationship program I have and partners should be peers was a big takeaway and like that was just about the balance like quote power balance it's like financially education wise work career life where you want to go like you really need someone who's on your level I like that like you you they're just if there's huge disparities the relationships don't tend to work it doesn't matter who's on top so to speak whether it's the man or the woman but you really need a your partner should be a peer like they need to be someone in your peer group or it's a great it's gonna be struggle piece of advice Thank you. Were you going to say something about changing or hiding yourself? Oh, that's a huge lesson that I've had to learn. And I continue to learn and try to remember that. Because oftentimes I think when when you want a relationship to work, you can subconsciously change yourself without knowing. So try to be more mindful and more aware of when you're changing because you're trying you to be yes loved. To or, yeah. yeah. Or are you changing because you genuinely are open-minded and trying something new and you realize like you wanted to change you for, for the better. Sure. Right. So be mindful of that. Yeah. I like that too. Uh, with friendships, I would tell my younger self to keep in touch. 
<laughs> thankfully we had Facebook, which no one really uses <laughs> anymore, but um, Facebook came out after I was out of college, but it was, it reconnected me to junior high and high school friends and some of which I actually enjoy and still see and talk to today, yeah. like all this time later, like they went off and had kids after high school and I did the exact opposite of all the things they're doing, but like keeping in touch with them has been pretty cool. Like I found out we were chummy in junior high <laughs> and I don't know, 30 years later or something, it's like, we're still chummy and like we have this similar sense of, um, similar sense of humor and outlook on things and just like this very direct sass like this is the way it is awesome people are stupid (laughs) the world is crazy um and so it can just be I don't know years later like friends from high school and college can be some can be really important to you so it's like keep in touch maintain some connections I mean if you had a completely toxic and terrible experience maybe this advice isn't for you but for me personally I've been really glad that I've kept in touch with the people that were important in those formative years. I totally agree with that. I think, uh, you know, it's it's important to realize that friendships are so, they're a big part of your life and you mm-hmm. should, you, you should, well, I mean, I'm not shooting, I keep saying that, but like, hopefully you want to yeah. keep in touch with people and hopefully you've had friends that are worth keeping in touch with. I mean, friends often outlast romantic relationships, mm-hmm. so... Mm-hmm. Not to mention friends are a wonderful source when your romantic relationships or other parts of your life are turning to shit or just being difficult. It's like having someone who's known you for a long time hear, you know, help you, hear you out, whatever it is, is like, is fucking fabulous. Priceless. Because if if you, I don't know, just having new friends, they don't have a context of you. So it's, it's really different. Like have those people who've known you a long time and have seen you and maybe have seen your relationship patterns and can point yeah. shit out to you <laughs> or have seen you sabotage your career or have seen you do certain things. They've they seen can you call, during your worst times. Yeah. And they'll call you out on They'll mm-hmm. be like, well, you do that sometimes. And you're like, fuck. <laughs> I do. Yeah. And, and I think when it comes to that, like usually it's, it's a lot easier to swallow when it comes from people that have known you for a long time and can point that out. Whereas like it's, it's friends that may not like, you know, they're newer friends. So it can be harder to swallow information like that feedback. Sure. And they they don't have the context on you. So I don't know. Keep in touch with your friends, make, make and match the effort. That's huge for the people who do that with you. So it's like, if someone is making an effort to reach out to you, maybe you don't want to be their friend anymore. Don't match the effort. But like, I don't know. I think it's important to make and match the effort in friendships. I think it's really, really important. And especially in today's age, like, um, it can be hard. Life is hard. Yeah. Surround yourself with a support system that can lift you up when life is hard. And when life is great, you can celebrate with them. I was going to say somebody right there cheering yeah. along with you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, Miley is my cheering squad. You're Shireen. my cheering squad too. <laughs> Shireen is also a great cheering squad. And Casey is a great cheer. Like I have a lot of good cheerleaders like Josh, Ben. I have a lot of really good guy friends. Roy, like. I don't have very many guy friends, but I have Katie no? Martin and oh, I have my Katie's friend awesome. Amber. And, yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I feel very lucky to have the friend group yeah. that I do. And you're all so cool <laughs> you're all so achieved like we're i sometimes i think like how high my friends up are and like how good you guys are and all of these things and how smart you all are how accomplished all these letters after your name 
<laughs> and I'm like, and they're my friend. Like, that means they think I'm part of yeah. their peer group. And I'm like, I am pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> you are awesome. Like, like, oh, this is a good reminder. I'm amazing. And, and I would say surround yourself with the people that share the same values as you and share the same definition of friendship with you. Yeah. I only say that because I, I you know, one of my friends today kind of. When you say definition, confide. sorry, do you mean like. I was just as about as to matching the effort. Yes, kind of. Thing? Kind okay. of. So uh, I was chatting with a girlfriend of mine today. She's 20 years older than me. Uh, and she oh, was, hey. yeah, I know <laughs> she's 20 years older than me. That's okay. But she was telling me about one of her friends and how her friend is mad at her because she is trying to coordinate a birthday dinner celebration. And she, my, my friend can't work around her schedule as easily. And okay. so the birthday girl is getting really upset and all she cares about is being wined and dined at a fancy restaurant. And my friend can't afford to take her out to a fancy restaurant. And that's what I mean by like the definition of friendship. Like for me, if it was my birthday and I, if you can't afford the fancy restaurant that I want to go to, like, that's okay. I'll just come over and hang out with you on the, you know, we'll watch some TV or we'll get salad and go. Like for me, I think it's mm -hmm. like the definition of friendship, like being able to understand each other's lives, things that like that we value or may not value. And that's what I mean by like surrounding yourself with friends that can understand what friendship really means. Is it a group dinner that this person is trying to plan or a one-on-one? -on -one? It's a one-on-one. -on -one. That's so wild. This sounds like a friend that doesn't know this friend. It sounds Apparently like that. Well, they've been together for they've been friends for like 10 years. It sounds like the birthday girl is out there with her request, but she's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I, I mean, based on my limited understanding, I think she's very materialistic because. Yeah. So it it it. Yeah. I was going to say it sounds shallow. It also sounds like you have no ability to assess the situation Correct. and yeah. you don't know your friend at all. Yeah. Um. Yeah, friends. Anyways, so with family, I I didn't read a lot under the family category, what I would say to myself, but I think if you're fortunate enough to have your parents around, a big thing for me is to cherish the moments you have with them because I'm watching my parents get older. I'm watching my grandmother get older, I'm watching my aunts and uncles get older and everybody starts to go through their little issues and health issues. And it's like, I don't know, as a young adult, cherish the moments and the time you have with your parents if you have them around or your grandparents or your aunts and uncles whoever you your brothers your sisters because I mean no I, I not <laughs> always do you want these people no. around but when they're older and they're not yeah. able to do any of the things that they did with you when they're even like my head goes to this place where it's like even when they're older and they can't give you the hard time they used to give you Okay, so. Like, damn, I my mom used to pick on me about that. And, like, that might be a cherishable memory at some point. So everything you say like is. Miley's going to be 20, 30, 40, 50, whatever, however many years from now. Say your mom is gone uh -huh. and you're going to watch somebody sing the national anthem at the hockey game. And you're going to uh -huh. be like, I remember that time I sang at the, anth the anthem at the hockey game. You're like, my mom told me my hair was ugly. <laughs> exactly. I'd give anything to hear her say that shit well, again. So this weekend, I was trying to get some work done on my computer, and my mom kept nagging me about eating a banana because, <laughs> you know, like she was just like, I, I know that you didn't eat a banana yesterday, and this morning when I put the banana out for you, you didn't eat it with your breakfast. 
So it is time for you to eat a banana. She's like dead set <laughs> yeah. on this fucking she's banana. So, I know. And I'm thinking, mom, I'm trying to get work done right now. Stop bothering me. She goes, you need a banana because you need to make sure that you're regular. If you are not regular every single day, you're going to have GI issues. And she oh, went God. on and on and on about this. And I had to keep reminding myself like, when she's gone, I'm going to wish that she was <laughs> nagging me about my banana. And I just had to remind myself before, you know, like it's yes. just things like that where I'm like, okay. So you're already doing this advice. <laughs> exactly. But when you said this, I was like, I have a beautiful example, <laughs> a very beautiful and recent example of cherishing this, the small moments. And, you yeah. know, for me, that's why in the last few years, I've been trying to be more present with my mom and I have dinner with her two or three times a week because yeah. I know, like, I've had friends that wish. less in her fight. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do because... It's not worth it. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm just going to let her keep ranting on about the banana. <laughs> and then I ate half the banana. And then she was you know, just like, <laughs> and she's like, now you're just wasting a banana. And I was like, but I ate half of it, mom. So there you go. Compromise. If it was really brown, I would not be eating that. I cannot stand a brown banana. <laughs> but you know, it's just, it's just little things like that. And finding humor in yeah. these little moments, right? Yeah. That's adorable. <laughs> Parents have their own brand of crazy. <laughs> They all have their own fucking brand of crazy. And it's like, hey, man, cool. Yeah. That's you. I, you're doing the yeah. best you can right now, yep. parent. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you. I slide in my, my earphones when she can't <laughs> stop nagging. Your long yes. hair, you're just like, yep, uh-huh. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. yep. I love that. Um, I did make a little section for financial advice. Oh, I'm glad you did, yes. Uh, and I've, I've always been this way. I've always been a saver, but I wrote save and save early. That is the best piece of advice financially you could ever give to anyone, I think. Yeah, I think just developing the habit of mm -hmm. how to save money and consistently putting it away um, into something that yeah. gains a little interest is good. But like, even if it's just a savings account, the act of saving and watching that money grow is so satisfying. And I, I made a note here because I only recently for the first time got an actual financial advisor. They're free. Like, oh, like maybe not everyone, but my broker is totally free. She charges me nothing. Her pay is on the back end of things. It's mm -hmm. sort of like a real estate agent or not, huh. not quite a real estate agent, but it's like, um, whatchamacallit, travel, travel person, what is it? travel agent. Ah. Like they get paid on the other side of things. Oh. Like I am not physically giving her any money to handle this for me. Like her dealings with the financial institutions is what pays her. Got you. Um, And it's fucking fabulous. I'm so excited to have a nice paycheck when I hit retirement age. Yeah. And so, living yeah. below your means. I was yes. going to say that and then I noticed that you had it. And I did. that's a huge thing too. I mean, I think it, one and of the more don't recent... don't know what that means, <laughs> look it up. Yeah. We're going to tell you. Yeah. I think it's one of the, the, the reasons why I have the money habits that I have. Living below your means? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Same. I just, I don't think I've ever lived above my means. I've always had a poor person mentality. Because I grew up poor. Yeah, me too. So I always I'm, grew up I'm like... cheap Asian. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have the money for that. What are you talking about? Like I... When I got money as an adult, I was like, oh, I have disposable income. That's fun. Single income, no kids. That's me. Hello. <laughs> and like then I had... You know, I've had boyfriends on and off, but I, I don't know that I ever really considered myself a dink, a double income, no kids. Oh. I... Because I've just... Yeah. Never combined incomes mm. with anyone beyond my ex-husband, but... Um, you know, single income, no kids, live below your means, and then you can afford fun things. Yeah. Also, being able to put money away in your savings, yeah. you can afford to like pay for fun stuff and have money for later, et cetera, et cetera. Learn how to build generational wealth. 
Oh yeah. That's, that's so more important. than just saving for your retirement. That's like investing in things that can be passed on mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. your lineage, your kids, your nephews, whatever it is. Like having property, having a home, having um, retirement accounts that can be passed on and you can specify how, how they are invested once they're passed on. Just building that generational wealth is so valuable. I know it is. And it's something, I feel like it's very white privilege It's something that has been reserved for certain colors of people or like basically anyone except people of color. But so if you are a person of color, I highly encourage you. Like it makes me crazy. The middle class stays the middle class because they're so focused on looking like they're not middle class. Mm. Did I say classed? No, I don't okay, know. <laughs> if I did but, that, sorry. And I also think you have a good point that the middle class stays in middle class because they may not have access to the education or the means or the knowledge on how to build generational wealth. Yeah. And they're so focused on looking like they're mm-hmm. not middle class that they spend all their money on the silliest of bullshit. This isn't everyone, but this is how the middle class stays middle class. It's basically the media marketing whatever it is keeping up with the joneses thinking you need this house this size this many bedrooms and bathrooms you need the big car you need to lease a car every two to three years like constantly burning money and there's a ton of people out there whose money advice you can follow but like you don't need all that stuff living below your means I don't know, like, I'm the type of person who buys something and keeps it fucking forever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I will never sell this condo. I still wear clothes from college and high school. <laughs> I like, so- if it's not, if it's if it's still in decent, I'm still wearing it. I'm, I'm a little bit better than keeping it if it's decent. <laughs> like, I won't, yeah, I keep it if it's good. But, like, it has to be still in style. But I have clothes that I was oh. like, oh, my gosh. I found some things the other day and I was like, you know, I'm pretty sure I bought this in like 2015, but that's also an oh. interesting topic for finances. It's like when you're shopping, mm-hmm. we talked about shopping recently and I don't think we touched on no. this, but when you're shopping for things like clothing and shoes and cars and homes, buy something that's practical oh. and outlasts trends. I was going to say timeless because yes. some of the things that I bought 15 years ago are now back in style. <laughs> so I'm a little pissed that I get rid of clothes sometimes because I'm like, this will never be back. And then, and then a it comes year back. later, yeah. everyone's wearing it again. I mean, right now, everyone, all the kids are wearing this weird early 2000s lingerie tops with like sweatpants. Do you see this trend right now? I'm like, what the fuck? Where is the, why are there bottom halves of any shirts anymore? Yeah. Sorry, I'm going on an old lady rant right now, but I'm like, I don't only want a half a shirt all the time. Sometimes I want a whole shirt. <laughs> like, sometimes I don't want my belly button <laughs> out in the world. I just want to go to the grocery store with my clothes on. Oh my. Anyways, buy things that will last yeah. the test of time. I'm a big believer in that. Uh, and then I have another section that's just sort of general advice. Like, you can kind of put these in a lot of categories, but I was like, my first one was confidence is sexy. Oh, yeah. But it's hard to, like, I, I don't think I learned this early in life. Um, I just learned it. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, it's really hard to learn this lesson because you get so many mixed messages from social, you know, just society and social mm-hmm. places, like social media and things like that. Yeah. Um, and other people. And Wait, who's telling you that confidence isn't sexy? Well, maybe you're... Is this... So in the workplace, it can be... I can see where... It is, it, historically speaking, it's like if you're strong and assertive in the work environment, you can be labeled a bitch or 
other things like that. Hopefully that type of culture is fading away. So I guess maybe it's not that confidence isn't sexy, but that other things are sexier than confidence. Oh, got you. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like maybe you need to focus more on materialistic things or the way you look or oh. the way you behave. You have to behave a certain way in order to be sexy instead of just being confident with who you are. Yeah. Like be yourself. When when you said confidence is sexy, in my head I'm thinking now, today Miley thinks that means being who you are yeah. and being confident with who you are is sexy. We're That's in two not... different socks. Exactly. Do it. Like I'm told I love it, you know, <laughs> like, but in different groups, let's say, like, you know, if you're trying to fit in or in different cliques, you may get different messages that say, no, be this different way. Be somebody else in order to be sexy. And I think that's more about acceptance and be really cautious of people that only accept you conditionally. Yeah. there I didn't, that's not on my list. That's just coming to me as we're talking about this. But like if someone is accepting you on specific conditions, yeah. only if you're this and only when you're this, that person isn't accepting you. And that's friendships, family, relationships. Yeah. That's so my, yeah, my affection for you is not conditional. Like, I am going to love you regardless of if you're having a good day, if you're having a bad day, if you're behaving like an asshole, if you did something shitty to somebody <laughs> and you're like, I did something shitty, I need to go fix it. I'm like, okay, you yeah. got it. Do you need me to do anything? Do you need me? Do you just want to tell me? Okay. Like, people that accept you conditionally, you should yeah work on getting rid of them. Maybe that's what I was thinking about with my friend today who's talking oh. about her her the best, birthday, her you know, birthday other, yeah. yeah. I'm just like, I feel like she only likes my friend when my friend can give just her spending stuff. Money. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. I'm so glad I don't have friends that way. Well, we're going to back up to the friend thing because I wanted to say in the friend thing, um, matching efforts. Mm -hmm. I love that my friends are the type that we don't have to text every day. Yeah. We don't even text every week. You and I talk a lot because we do this. Yeah. But like Shireen and I can go a whole last week, maybe not with Instagram. We chat a little bit more, but like Casey and I, Shireen and I, lots of my friends, my guy friends specifically, yeah. we can go weeks, months. Bree, who lives in North Carolina, like she and I can go months without talking. We get together in person like we did a couple months ago. It's immediate laughter, yeah. having yeah. a great ass time. Like those are the friendships I love. I think that's my favorite part of adult friendships as well. Yeah. You know, like being an adult, realizing that. Okay, holy moly, it's been two months and, you know, no, like I didn't realize two months passed. I thought I just talked to you yesterday and now we're just like, we just take off like it was yesterday. Yes. Like half of our relationship is sharing memes on Instagram. <laughs> and then when we get together in real life, it's just nonsense, yeah. chaos, and so mm -hmm, much fun. Mm -hmm. um, but back to general yes. confidence. You are enough. This is one yeah. I... I have little cards that I bought from a local calligraphy artist that I gave to you and a lot of my female friends that said, you know, you are enough. You're good enough. You're strong enough. You're brave enough. Yeah. You're wise enough. Um, I, I love it. Every, Thank you. Yes. And then breathe. <laughs> oh. Remember to breathe. Please remember. I still Don't hold my breath to, to this yeah. day. Do I do too. I have to remind myself. Don't chase anyone or anything. Because... Chasing something inspires it to run from you. <laughs> it's like holding onto something too tight. You know, you hold onto yeah. a hand of sand yeah. and it just all falls through. But if you just sat there with it relaxed in your palm, you'd have it forever. So it's like, don't chase. That energy is not cute. The energy of chasing something is not exciting. Like, and if someone, if a person wants to be chased, no. Yeah. That's a no. Like, this is a collaborative effort. You come together, whether it's, mm -hmm, whether it's a mm -hmm. friend, a family member, a romantic partner, 
equal input is the only way that bird's going to fly. I think for me, chasing does not mean that you're fighting for someone. Sometimes you think like you have to chase someone in order to prove to them that you're fighting for a relationship. You're not fighting for a relationship when you're chasing someone. No, no. Chasing, when I'm saying chase someone, I mean you're trying to prove that you're valuable to them in random ways versus just being you and letting them decide whether or not, you know, they're good enough Mm -hmm, for you. mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. just be you. The the people around you will decide and you will decide by their actions whether or not you need to be in each other's bubble. Yeah. So there's no purpose in chasing someone. What's meant to be in your circle will be. Be vulnerable. Be honest. Good things will come your way. I love that. We talked about embracing failure already. I will say be disciplined is something. I have fallen on and off the discipline wagon with things. Miley's like, oh, girl. (laughs) Her face right now is like, what? Oh, shit. She was like, shots fired. (laughs) I feel attacked. No, no. I was just going to say, I'm right there. I I, Staying disciplined is an ongoing, and and I'm a big person on like, I'm just a work in progress. Yeah. But even when I'm like, even with the things that I'm disciplined, sometimes I fall off the wagon too. And like, you know, like my whole thing, your next thing about taking care of your body. I am on and off that wagon every other week. You know, like I was telling Mandy today, I was like, I pulled out my pill bottle or my pill case and I was like, I'm, I'm going to try to be better with taking my pills. You actually said, I got a new pill case. I'm hoping this one helps. And I was like, explain that to me. I have no idea, but I'm willing to try anything. I don't know. The old one wasn't any good. I'm like, why don't you just set reminders? I get reminders. I ignore them. Like, yeah. I'm okay. Just trying so this is you. As much as you. Exactly. But I, the thing. If I get a cuter pill container, I'll be maybe, more excited to dig maybe. into it for my pills. Hey, I'm not, like, for me, it's not about falling off the wagon. <laughs> it's always about keeping, like, keep going. Yes. Keep going. going. Don't give up so easily. Yes. Just be, you know, if, like, if, if you skip something or you mess up on whatever diet or whatever habit you're there trying to build, Try again tomorrow Tomorrow, or try again later today, right? Like we've talked one time about your resolutions and you're like, you know, half of the day, the first half goes wrong doesn't mean the second half of the day has to go badly either, right? 24 hours in the day. Yeah. Try again in six hours. So the people you, this is an important note, like the people you look up to that are hitting those things and are doing maybe, you know, they're probably not as disciplined in every area either, but like the people you look up to, if they don't get it, they have the same 24 hours in their day that you do so it's a I mean make good use of it yeah make better use of it like taking care of your body and being disciplined I am so on my workout game right now you know I came came back from San Diego like kind of scrawny feeling Uh, because I lost like a bunch Mm -hmm. of weight uh, from being sick and then one and my knee started to feel better so I started to work out and I'm so much visibly stronger after a month of solid working out like uh, it's wild to notice how I can do the same amount of reps. And I'm like, oh, I don't feel nearly as tired. Oh, I'm so proud so of I've you. So I've had to like add to that my workouts awesome. the last like week and a half. Ooh. Because I'm like, oh, this is easy. Or, oh, oh this is so much easier. Yeah, or, yeah, oh, yeah. wow, like 16 reps didn't kill me. And 12 killed me two weeks ago. And and I think the biggest thing that I'm hearing from all this is like consistency. Mm-hmm. Like it, Things don't happen overnight. Right. Things take time, but you have to work on it. And so, yeah, yeah. 
And then, you know, if, if, if you have a bad day, try again. Keep going. Honestly, I, I don't work out every day, but I'm, I'm sort of obsessed with it right now. Mm. I'm working out most days. Um, I do have on here as far as taking care of your body, wear your sunscreen. And I would tell my younger self to get out of the tanning beds. How I funny. think people actually still go to tanning beds. Oh, really? I, yeah, because in the Midwest, we didn't have the sun. Mm. And this, it felt really nice to be in tanning beds when I was younger. And that color that you get and the warmth, it just cooks you from the inside like a little microwave. Um, but I would tell myself not to do that anymore. I also will say, so I kind of got this next one from Tony Robbins. No problem is permanent. I Something I was watching of his recently. No problem is permanent. And I think that's so important for our younger selves because we look at these problems as if they're never going to go away. And we can get very I like that. obsessed and down yeah. about them. And it made me think that no pain is permanent either. Yeah. So regardless of the pain you're in now, mm-hmm, whether it's mm-hmm. physical or emotional, yeah. my, your mindset, whatever it is, no pain is permanent. This too shall pass. Exactly. I love that. Yes. Focus, focus on what you want every day and make one move every day that gets you toward that goal. I like this because uh it well it reminds me of tessa's one degree oh yeah it does i did not get that from her but um i who did i get it from i definitely stole it from somebody i think it was like mel robbins oh yeah Mm -hmm. i forget who it was one of my motivational people that i listened to over the years but like it's like what you want every day make one little move to move the needle Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm bigger like bigger small but just make make a move to put you towards that goal like i had that on my computer monitor back at the office i had a sticky note and i'd cut it out and i wrote i like it one move every day um be kind yeah be kind to others but also be kind to yourself yeah don't focus on other people's opinions of you like and especially don't negative self-talk get rid of that say nice things to yourself yeah Exactly. I like it. <laughs> Miley's face is like, <laughs> well, because a lot of this is really good advice for my current self today, too. Not yeah. just my younger self. So but I, mean, I love telling our this. younger yeah. self this like the purpose of us saying like telling your younger self this is so that by the time you get to yeah. my old lady age and Miley's not so old. Lady I'm age, old lady. <laughs> my, my knee creaks. Oh, boy. We can't have two people with bad knees around here. OK, <laughs> that's my job. And my knee is better. Um, what did you do? <laughs> what the fuck is this? Is this your cell phone? Nope. <laughs> I, uh, I just unhooked myself by accident. Okay. No worries. Don't. Something to clip here. <laughs> Anyways, what was, the, I don't even know what the fuck I was saying. Don't, don't be so mindful of other people's opinions. Other people's opinions are trash. Everyone's got one. Opinions are like assholes. The saying is true. <laughs> like, I've never you, heard of that. Are you serious? Okay. <laughs> You've never heard opinions no. are like assholes. Everybody's got no. one. I've never heard of that. Oh my God. <laughs> I love when I can teach you something new. And it makes you laugh like this. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you going to take this home all night, aren't you? <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, wish the haters peace and move on. Oh, my God. She's still. All right. We're going to give you a second. Give, take your time. No, it's okay. Go ahead. Okay. Wish the haters peace and move on quickly. Yeah. That's my, that's my last piece of, like, scripted advice for this episode. 
I love it. It's a great way to end the Isn't episode. It? Wish it? them peace and move on. Honestly, there's people come at you with hate. And what I mean by that is people are going to come at you with hate. People are going to come at you with ugly things in your life. You know, wish them well. They're yeah. ha- you don't know what other people are going through. Yeah. They're having a bad day. Something in their day, week, month, year, life. Something is not going well for them. And it's unfortunate that that's getting put on you right now. But, you know, wish them well. Be like, I, you know, you don't have to say this to them because they might not take it great. <clears throat> but, like, in your head, you can go, I hope that person finds yeah. peace. Mm-hmm. And then you can move on with your day. Yeah. I love it. Thank you. We all we wish all of you peace. What's, but what, you know but, what but stay around. Stick around. Stick around. Absolutely. We don't want you to go away. We don't I think is really interesting about this episode is it is basically a culmination of most of our episodes from the past. Oh yeah. It's kind of like a finale but not. Yeah. So if you want to dive deeper on any of these things, highly encourage you just scroll back in the Spotify or the Apple playlist or Apple podcast playlist and a lot of these words you will find in our titles. Oh yeah. Good point. Good point. Yeah, so we, like we go deeper into them in a mm-hmm. lot of episodes. But. And with strategies and techniques and stuff. Indeed. Miley's really good at that. Oh, strategies yeah? and techniques. Yeah, you're like a teacher. You love to like break everything down into these like digestible ways to do things. Maybe. I'm like, just... I pontificate and rattle oh. off things and tell jokes. <laughs> no, you do so much more than that. Okay. Yeah. No, no. I, I, I just ask questions because I'm like, how does this, how do I, you know, how do I implement this? Or how do I do this? And how do I do that? And tell me more. A lot of times I think you're my structure. Oh. Aww. Like here's me like verbal vomiting all this like stuff. I'm like the creative and the things. You and then you're like, yes, let's organize this. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, let's do it. I, like I can it. organize a spice rack. Yeah. But like sometimes yeah. my thoughts go everywhere. And I can organize thoughts, but I can't organize a cabinet. That's why. And I can do puzzles. And I can't. (laughs) (laughs) See, we're such a good team. We're so good together. I love it. Never, ever leave me. You better never, ever leave me, Miss Mandy. (laughs) Deal. Okay, done. We're going to live in a duplex. You're yes. on one half and I'm I've been on telling the other. people about our duplex. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're supposed to get a quadplex for Shereen oh, yeah, right. and probably yes. Katie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that she was the last person I spoke to because we were talking about how we were talking about some patients who are in their 90s and they some of them have kids that are taking care of them and some of them don't have kids. Katie Martin and her husband are not going to have kids in their life. Right. And so they're like, who's going to take care of you? And I was like, well, I thought you were moving in with me and Mandy in our <laughs> duplex, but now it's going to be a quadplex, of course, but we'll you'll take care the, of each other. You'll be the only one having kids. Ooh, I don't know about that. Because Shireen's not having kids. Oh, well, I don't know. I mean, you're making efforts to yeah, have children true. down the road yeah whereas the rest of us have shut yeah, that you've, train you've, yeah you, you've actually said we no to it that i'm keeping down. it open yeah the station is still open everyone yes. this is miley oh my gosh miley's station is still servicing <laughs> so, so i was so i was care of a patient today if you want to drive and... your train on in there <laughs> so i was i was i was taking care of a patient God, today people stayed around <laughs> to the end yeah she, yes she's she's God, she was like 75 years old and I sit down to do oh uh, to check do her teeth no no no, it's clean it's clean okay. so I'm like I'm like I was like she was wearing makeup and her hair was done I was like you look so beautiful today Mrs. Jones let's say that's sure. not her name but Mrs. Jones and um she goes well I'm looking for a man and oh, I go shit. you and me both girl 
And she goes, let's go out together. And I was like, I would love to. Oh and then God. she goes, but you're going to have to look for someone much younger than me. <laughs> I'm like, who says that I need a young man? Maybe an older man is good for me. I tried dating older. It was not fun. Aww. <laughs> They're so old. Well. And they were like four years. I was like, mm. why are you so old? It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anywho. I love that story that this old 75, well, I don't want to call her old, but this 75-year-old woman wanted to be your wingman. Yeah. It was awesome. She'd probably be a great wingman. She was, like, she was funny. Anytime we have taken Casey's grandma out to the yeah, bars, really? it is like people flock Ooh. to it. They're so excited she's there because she wants to be dancing and on the dance yeah. floor she's having a great time. And people are like, oh my God, this is amazing. They just all want to be around you. Oh, yeah. It's really I like fun. It. I, I don't think I've mm. ever picked up any dudes when she's been around, but mm. I don't really pick up dudes that much these Me days. Either. So, you know, whatever. I don't really go out. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to meet people this <laughs> oh summer. Oh my God. If I Do you remember go when out? we went out a few years ago? It's been a long time. Yeah, I know. But we went out on a speed dating thing. Yeah. Oh my it God. It wasn't a very good thing. No, but... it was terrible. The speed dating was, <laughs> yeah, no was one showed up. It was dumb. <laughs> But we partied a bit afterwards. Yes. With those oh, yes, nurses. We did. Yes. It was right before the pandemic and everything closed. I it remember like because the nurse minutes. was Yeah. It, like the nurse was telling us about COVID in the yes. hospital. It was already here. And then we were like, Oh no, did we get COVID from Wait, her? No, was it No, it was already COVID. Like it was already a pandemic. But it wasn't nothing was shut down but, officially yeah. in Arizona right. yet. There were still bars open and clubs. Yeah. But it was like people. the night or second night from the bars closing. It legit was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, 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 you yeah. made out with somebody that night. I, oh, right. The guy from Hawaii. <laughs> and, I, and then I was like, oh, no, I may have gotten COVID from him. <laughs> I was in the Uber and I was like, where is this bitch? Oh, yeah. I was like, if I was I, like, do not drive <laughs> off. Part of me was like, man, if Manny wasn't here, I would hop into the... I was just kidding. <laughs> I was like, where the fuck is yeah. she? I look over, she's sucking face with some dude. I'm like, what in the... the how the roles have reversed? <laughs> the teacher has become the student? <laughs> I was so no. proud. It's all good. No. <laughs> that was like the only time I've ever seen Miley be like, let me just make out with Weird. a stranger. I don't do that. I know. I don't think I've done it since. Same. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's been a minute. But hey. So the other day, uh, this mm. is a totally random note, and this maybe falls into advice for my younger self, but like the other day, somebody mentioned how they saw a little kid take a sucker out of another little kid's mouth and put it in their own. Oh. And it reminded me of the time I was in club in the line for a club back in the day here in Arizona and with friends. And some guy was like chatting me up in line and he had a sucker and I took it from him. hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. And I wow. heard, I didn't tell this story to whoever was telling it at the time because I was like, these people don't need to know this about me, but I'll tell strangers on the internet. <laughs> yeah, I... I was probably 27 or something. Like, it was a long time ago, people. And I was like, boop, just took his sucker and put it in my own mouth. And I was like, that's mine now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. In line for a club. That was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little tidbit. Um, Advice to my younger self, maybe don't do that. I mean, thankfully, I I didn't get any communicable diseases. I was going to say, I'm glad you didn't. Advice to my younger self, be a little more careful. Yeah. Watch out for communicable diseases of the mouth and mm-hmm. don't take suckers from people you don't know. Yeah. That's all. Uh, let, we'll end on that. We'll end on that. Don't take anyone's sucker and put it in your mouth. Yeah. And assume all men at nightclubs are liars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love you. I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
And as a final note, if you would be so kind to give us a rating and review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify, it is truly helpful to our little show. And if you found this episode helpful to you, please share it on social media or with a loved one. You can find and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Woman Get In. And you can find me, Miley, at Dr. Smiley Miley. And I, Mandy, am at MandyPants15 on Instagram. Thanks so much, friends. We'll see you next week. Thank you.